Hello, listeners. Today, I've got the pleasure of interviewing a friend of mine and someone who has transformed their life from addiction and homelessness into recovery. His name is Darren. I've known Darren for approximately about five or six years here in Redwood City. Uh, Darren has been addicted to methamphetamines for multiple years. I've watched his life struggle on the streets for many years to the point where I'm just one of those guys, I never ever say it's ever too late to change. But Darren was definitely one of those guys where I was really wondering whether he was going to be able to get this or not. He struggled with addiction. He struggles with a lot of family trauma. And today in our podcast interview with Darren, you will hear some of that. But he's an amazing man, never gave up hope and faith in God. Even though he gave up hope and faith in himself, he continued to reach out to God. And through that, he was able to get clean and sober and get his life back together. And he gives all his thanks and all of his glory to his new life to Jesus Christ. And I'm so grateful to be able to sit here today and share his testimony with all of you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I hope you enjoy it as much as I have enjoyed watching God transform this man's life from the ground to the mud, to the homeless camps, to the streets of Redwood City, to now working, employed, housed, sober, and shouting on the mountaintops about his faith in Jesus Christ. Join me today as we interview Darren. When you serve 40,000 meals a year to the homeless folks in your community, you cross paths with some very interesting people. Today we're sharing one of those people with you on the Street Life Ministries podcast. When you know somebody's like gonna do it uh-huh. and they're gonna make it, right. you can just tell. Yes. And when I heard your voice and the things that you were that were coming from your mouth, mm-hmm. I was like, I just, I wasn't in, I wasn't, we weren't face to face, it was just over the phone. Mm-hmm. And I just, I got off the phone and I was like, yes. I, I just knew mm-hmm. that you were on the right track. And I just, you just, yeah, I could sense it. I felt, I felt the presence of Christ. And, um, and I also knew, you know, it was really interesting too. And I don't know if, if you remember this or not, or if it was deliberate, but there was there you were so on track with your recovery that you knew that you couldn't be around certain slippery slopes. Yes. So not that you were avoiding me, but mm-hmm. I could tell you were avoiding the ministry. You were avoiding certain certain places mm-hmm. because you did you knew that you had to be on this track. This you were on this journey, and you just knew that it was a bad place for you to be, and. Um, and I knew when you were doing that, I could just, I, I, I felt it. I knew what you were doing. And I was like, okay, this guy is really serious about his program. And so um, that was awesome. I just want to put that in there because I just, I just thought that to me, that was one of those ones when I got off the phone with you, I'm like, yeah, I was kind of doing like a like celebration dance because I just knew you were going to do it. Um, and then um, unfortunately, our friend that we were yes. mutual friends with, uh, unfortunately, COVID hit and you know, we've lost a couple people because of this yeah. COVID. Unfortunately, they weren't secure enough in their recovery. Right. And COVID um, and this lockdown and these shelter yeah. issues has brought a lot of people into some right. horrible spots, especially, you no know, AA meetings yeah. for a while, um, which is sad. You know, I really pray for those that are suffering well, yes, through this. you have to. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, so you were in Maple Street for a couple months. Right? I, was, oh, I was in Maple Street. Oh, you mean till the incident when we talked? Or I was in Maple Street for almost a year. For almost a year. And then you were working with Life Moves, right, to get housing? I went to Life. I, actually, this, uh, how this started was I went to Fair Oaks Community Center. 
and said, I got to get into a homeless shelter. I'm homeless and it has to be Maple Street because I know their structure. I was in there before. And um, so I got a call a couple of days later and they said, we have a bed at, at We Hope. And I was like, no, 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 it's got to be Maple Street. And they go, well, we have to take your name off the list. Then. And, I, and I, was, I got kind of mad, you know, I said, well, then you do that. Okay. But I was already had 10 days clean right at that, that time and I said well that doesn't mean I'm going to go out and so the guy called me back not even 30 seconds later and he says Maple Street's got a bed for you see he didn't even look he just he, they're trying to get those other beds you know to push, you push them out so yeah, oh yeah. I got in there and my counselor or my case manager got me into um, Health Right 360 mm -hmm. and I graduated that you know and then uh, she actually started an anger management <laughs> because of me Right, because you know there's certain people in there. You know, when 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 you're trying to get cleanness, or you are clean and sober, and you're you're fighting that not going back thing, you know, and then you got people coming in drunk and high and stuff. It's it's really not a good combination for you to be in. Mm -hmm. So I had to seclude myself, you know, mm -hmm. and so I did. You know, I was always in my my own little dorm, and I could hear people and stuff. And it kind of it kind of bothered me that these people would walk in drunk, and you could smell it on them, but nobody really said anything because it's a homeless shelter. But I didn't let that detour me this time. I said, I'm staying clean and sober, and this program is going to help me with God's help. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And so you were there for almost a year. Yes. And then they, and then Health Right 360, you graduated from mm -hmm. that. And then um, how, how soon after, well, somewhere in that year, you, you were eligible for housing because now you've got your own apartment. Right. Well, what, what happened was I, um, through Health Right 360, they, I, I, that I graduated, they have a program saying, okay, well, this guy, he's, he's obviously, look, he's serious, you know, because your, your case manager lets them know that, yeah, the, I got a client here that's really, really serious about his recovery. So they said, okay, so they got a step program. So they got me into the place that I'm living in now at Oak Avenue. The first three months, I don't pay nothing. And then it's 1800 a month. So then the next three months I pay 450, then next is 900, then 1350 until I eventually get to the 1800. So that's what I'm doing right now. But without their help, I could have, you know, I got no, no I mean, my credit is, <laughs> there's bad credit, then there's worse credit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Mine was on the worst. You know? But anyway, they, they trust you. They, they put their trust in me. And all these people that I've never, you know, it's amazing, Dave, that they, uh, Miss Deborah, she, she trusted me enough to put, put her, put her, you know, her word out there for me and said, I got this one guy, yeah. just this one guy. Out of all the people that go through there, I'm one, you know, and I'm, right. and, and yet they, they helped me, you know, they, they helped me to help myself. So, I, okay, so here comes, here comes the, the, the kind of a funny question. So I know, obviously, None of this would have happened if you hadn't been doing this external work and people um, like Miss Deborah and stuff didn't see this work that you were doing, right? Mm -hmm. This, this, the, the fact that you were putting your best foot forward mm -hmm. plus plus, right? right? That's, um, but you and I both know that, that behind the scenes we're giving God all the credit. For right? sure. I mean, Christ is obviously oh, yeah. holding you up and, yeah. you know, because I, you know, the one thing I really love and respect about you, Darren, is, is that every time I've talked to you in this last year and a half or so, it's, it's always been something about Jesus first. Oh, always. And yes. it's, it's you know, been amazing. I mean, yeah. He's, you know, like I said, I, I took, I, I took Jesus's advice. I took his advice and said, okay, he says to bring all your troubles and your, your, your worries and lay them at the foot of the cross. Yeah. And so I took my addiction 
I went to the cross, I laid him there, and I turned around and walked away. Yeah. And that's, that's where awesome, they stayed. Man. And that's where they stayed. Yeah. And as you know, I'm not going back. But you know, even without without the help of like from life moves, I was done. Mm. I knew I don't want to use it anymore. No right. matter who was there to help me or not, I have to I it all starts with me and ends with me. If I don't make that decision, no one's gonna make it for me. Right. You know right. what I mean? But if it wasn't for Jesus looking out, I know it's all Jesus. I know it is because he loves me enough to say, hey, I got, there's a better life for you. And I always called and prayed and everything. And when I finally just decided I don't want to get high anymore, I had, he had my back. Yeah. Street Life Ministries is able to serve 40,000 meals and help around 20 people permanently get off the streets every year because of our amazing volunteers and donors. And these numbers are great, but we feel God is calling us to do more. In one year, we want to double these numbers. And if we get enough donations, we can make it happen. So, if you are not a monthly donor yet, maybe now is the time to start. It feels pretty great being a part of this powerful movement. Just go to streetlifeministries.org and click donate. Again, that is streetlifeministries.org and you click donate. Now let's get back to the show. You know, you know. I think some of the things I'm, I get from your message too that I want people that listen to this and, and watch the uh, YouTube channel is that, you know, it's one is, is having people behind you praying for you, mm-hmm. right? That relationship... Not only the relationship you have with Jesus, but the relationship that your grandma had and yes. your mom, and mm-hmm. you know, and you, you, you know, you, you. Sometimes you even think like you know, you know, your grandma's passed away, but mm-hmm. she's in heaven and oh, for you sure. know, looking down at you and yeah. praying for you. And I'm, I, you know, I just I believe in the the power of prayer. Yes. I mean, it just the power of prayer just doesn't end, right? And, no, it does not. And and uh, and then that there's that, and then the fact that you have people that are willing to take a chance. Yes, you know, and I think one of the things that people need to know when it comes to homelessness. And um, addiction and stuff is that you know, it's it's a risk for people to take a chance, mm-hmm. but we have to take a chance. Yeah. We have to be willing to, sure. to let somebody know that we're there for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Miss Deborah, and um, uh, you know, I, you know, myself and the ministry mm-hmm. and yeah, stuff you're, like you're, that. You're being, a very big part being, of it. Being I mean, you were of, you were the guy who got me in. You took me to city team and and introduced me to that old thing. So you're part of that journey. You're definitely you're like the the start of it. Yeah. You know, you 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 remember you took me out for lunch, yeah. And then you took oh, that's me up, right, that's right. And you yeah, dropped me off, and then that's yeah. what really started this journey. Was yeah. you too, you know. And you're, then, you're, and then you're, guys like Charles and oh, definitely. You know, it, it's it's it. You know, um, and and that's really cool. I'm 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 blessed to hear that about Charles Knuckles because mm-hmm. I really like Charles Knuckles. Oh, I love the guy. And uh, <laughs> him and I, it's really funny. So him and I just so a little backstory. Him and I have had a. Uh, kind of a rough relationship oh, really? uh, when we first met because you know he's all about city team uh-huh. and I'm all about street life ministries right, and right. trying to get guys in there and so him and I always kind of we butted heads a little bit and then uh, one time we went out to uh, this uh, place called I think it's I think I always say the name wrong but it's called La Barrage it's like mm-hmm. a kind of a bagel like a fancy bagel like a Noah's bagels but it's kind of like uh-huh. a fancy style okay. anyway so we went out there and had lunch one time with him and uh, James Alvarado and uh, we just cleared the air. And it was like, from that point forward, everything was smooth. And then a year later, he retires. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, no, don't retire. <laughs> have you ever heard Have you ever heard Charles's testimony? Oh, yes. Oh, 
Man, it's, it's incredible. It's oh like, gosh. are you serious? Yeah. As he was telling his story, uh, and he, he'll giggle a little bit as he's telling it, but we're like, no way. I know. Are you serious? Yeah, I know. When he told his testimony one time, and he was talking I'm about just what he got incredible. shot, yeah. and it just mm-hmm. like he didn't even know it, it's just... Yeah, it's it's and powerful. And he had that piece of rope around his neck. From, yeah, yeah, just it's powerful. Yeah, it's powerful. Man. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, I, I say that you know not to obviously not to break somebody's anonymity, obviously, but his anonymity is pretty much out out on Front Street. But it, it's guys like that, yeah, that um, understand guys like us mm-hmm. that actually help us. Yes. Because always. if you, you know, I've met a lot of people who have read about addiction in textbooks, mm-hmm. it really doesn't do much. No, you have to be, you know, I don't know how people can judge. You know, like I don't judge homeless people and I don't judge addicts because I, I was both, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they kind of go hand in hand. You know, I mean, if you, because I've seen friends that have had homes that were addicts that lost their homes mm-hmm. because they were addicted. Yeah. And so it, so it was like, it was like one just led after the other. But their faith, I guess, you know, and a lot of them, they weren't believers in, in Christ. Or as soon as I would bring up Jesus, they'd be, ah, not, don't start that kind of, you know. I'd be like, hey, don't tell me. I'll talk about Jesus anywhere I want yeah. to. You yeah. know, I mean, that's my right. Yeah. And if you don't want to hear it, then you, then you yeah. need to leave the room because yeah. I'll just get louder on it. Because I just, I, it's just, you know, when I, when I, it's, it's amazing, Dave. When I see his bloody body on the cross and what he did for me, and not just me, but everybody, how can you not love a person that didn't have to die that way. It was he was it was his decision. He had, sure. you know what I'm saying? And oh, he I died. Do. And he died for me. And so I'm not gonna turn my back on him and use any cop outs about my addiction. That was my the choice. Mm-hmm. Me getting high was my decision. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And he That's was amazing. always there waiting with his arms open like this, going, Are you ready yet? Yeah. Are you ready yet? Right. I'll always be here. Have you have you um, have you ever seen the movie Passion of the Christ? I will not watch that movie because I already I hear it's pretty yeah. it's pretty intense and I don't need to see that again because my mind's eye I already know what he went through yeah and so no I won't watch it because so I'm they not, played that they played that when I was in Salvation Army did they and um, I I I think I, I mean I I've, I've cried before. But I think that was the first time I, I I cried from like this place inside me, of 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 like, how do I say this? Like every one of those whips mm-hmm. represents I saw my the sin. Ma- I saw the making of it, right? Yeah. It's by uh, uh, Mel Gibson, right? He, mm-hmm. He's a director. Yeah. And I saw the just the making of it, and I just was like, wow, yeah. man, it was yeah. like that. I mean, it was even more intense than just the watching the making of it. Then I go, I'll oh, never I watch bet. the movie. There's I no bet. way I could watch the movie. Yeah. There's no way because I don't want, I don't have to see that to know what he went through. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize I mean, what I mean, it was going to be like until we watched it. I and bet. when I saw it, I was like, uh, yeah. But it gives you an idea of like what he, what Christ really oh, took yeah. on. I mean, he was, it was very graphic. And um, yeah. anyway, I say that because it's just like, for me, that's, that was a really good example of, mm-hmm. of what yeah. Jesus died for, yeah. you know. Um, anyway, so... Kind of uh, finishing up. So, it, can we can we mention your job? Do you think? I don't care. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I just I, yeah, because we're partners with with where you work and yeah, grocery and I just, outlet, yeah. grocery outlet, Redwood <laughs> City. Uh, love Jackson. Right. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's too. a good guy. Yeah. I just want you to know that this is also going to be on a YouTube channel, so people oh. are going to see your face. And now you just mentioned oh, grocery a- outlet. You might you might get people walking up to you when you're there. Oh, so, oh, but okay. um, yeah, we love grocery outlet. 
Jackson is amazing, yeah. and um, uh, the manager before him, his name is Mike, and huh. Mike was really awesome. Yeah. He would, he's there's a guy who takes a chance with people. Yeah. I, I brought a lot of people through those front doors, and yeah. he um, would hire almost anybody that I brought in. Wow. And so, um, That's good. you know, some people stay, and obviously some people don't. But yeah. you're there, so yeah. um, it's cool. So you, <laughs> how do you like it? You you got a job. You're you're paying well, yeah, your bills. No, I, you know? Yeah, I, you know what? It was it was amazing how I got the job. I got the job because of COVID. When COVID happened, and I was I was working at Wag Hotel. It's a dog hotel, mm-hmm. you know. And I was working there, and my hours got cut to I was only working a day and a half, and and I had just gotten my place, you know, on Oak Avenue through the, through a. Uh, uh, um, life moves. Yeah. Okay. And so then I go, man, there's no way I'm going to be able to make this. So I got to get another job. So I went online, but I don't know how to really go online. So I thought my application went through. So I went in there and I talked to the lady, Linda is her name. And she uh, said, no, we don't got your application online. And I go, what am I doing wrong? So I went to a friend who helped me. Then when it finally went through my persistence, she said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and hire you because you, you're persistent. You've been coming back here because I go, I need to, I need a job really bad. Yeah. And she goes, can you start early? I said, yeah. So I didn't know 4.30 in the morning. I thought, <laughs> I was like, wow. So I got to get up, you know, like I get up at 2.30 in the morning just yeah. to make it, I got to make sure I'm up at least a couple hours before I even think of working. So I got no excuses and it's been working for me. Mm. I've been there three and a half months. Well, it's good though. It makes you go to bed earlier. Oh yeah, so sometimes I, trouble, I go to bed. Right? I'm, sometimes I'm in bed at four in the afternoon. I'm so tired, yeah. but I like the fact that I'm finally doing what, you know. My dad would be proud of me now if he was alive because you know I always, he always wanted the best for me, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I was just, I don't know. I can't explain it. There's not a word to cover the, the shame I felt, you know, just like being a bum because that's what I was. I was a bum, but all that because of my addiction. I was an addict. Yeah, and I didn't know any other way. So what about, okay, so this, you know, of course everybody's going to want to know this too, So because I experienced this with my family. What, what's your relationship with your mom and brother like now? My mom and my brother, they're, with my brother especially, I mean, he, he said, Darren, for because he's been clean eight years now, mm-hmm. you know, he said, I've been praying for you to finally get, you know, he said, I would cry every night knowing you were homeless under 101. But he, did, he couldn't take me in because he wasn't going to have drugs in his house, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't blame him there. You know, so he, when I finally made that decision, you know, Anthony, I quit. He never really heard me say that, mm-hmm. you know, not even that I wanted to. Right, right, right. So our relationship, he takes me out to dinner every Wednesday. We go to the Hot Walk in San Carlos. Ooh. Yeah, really good food. Good Chinese food. Yeah, yeah. The, the wonton soup was incredible. Yeah. You know, that's what we go for every yeah. Wednesday. So, so really quick, let me interrupt you. So, so have you had any more of those uh, all-you-can-eat all you can eat shrimp lately? No, I don't go. I don't go to because COVID. You know, yeah, all it, this, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. You know, okay. it's, but I would. Sure, yeah, I would. Okay, you know? I just want to. You know, <laughs> oh, the, believe this me, is a commercial. When, I just no, it. no. When all this subsides, if it ever does, <laughs> I just want to ask. You better believe okay. I'm going to go. All right, there you go. <laughs> so, because um, I'm sure people are wondering if you're going and getting all you can eat shrimp. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, the COVID I, has changed things so yes, much. It it's, has. It's actually yes, ridiculous. It is. Yes. Um, so, what about your relationship with your with your mom? Well, with my mom, I don't see her as often as I like to because she's in a valley. Okay. And, you know, she's fell a couple times and, and busted her hip. And so, mm. so my cousin Ronnie, he's like another angel in my life. He's taking care of my mom and uh, she pays rent, though, you know. She gets, she, she gets money every month and pays him rent. Cool. And so, but I talk to her every other day on the phone. I call her and even though nothing's really changed, you know, she's always, son, you're the only son I have that calls me because my brother Anthony, he's so into... Um, 
he works. He's an electrician in the union, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and he's tired too when he gets home. And so he'll, he he calls my mom, and sometimes I'll call my mom, and yet her her ringer will be off, or she'll be asleep because she's old, you know. And so then she don't get it, and then I say, "Oh, Anthony did try to call you, mom. No worries, she, you know, because mm -hmm. she always thinks that you know we, none of us try to call her." But she said, "I'm the only kid that." Actually, when, when her phone rings, she'll know it's me. It's a kind of a weird, yeah. and so she picks it up because I knew that was you. That's so, cool. Yeah, it is cool. But yeah, our relationship is, is, is even greater than it ever was because she's, she's proud of me. Mm -hmm. you know? And when, when your parents or when your mom's proud of you and you're finally doing the right thing, and I know she prayed a lot for me too. You know, just watching me being homeless. Being homeless was her big issue with me because I, she always knew I smoked weed because that's another thing. I quit crystal meth and weed the same day. When I quit, I went all bore out. I said, I'm not gonna just quit one and do the other. I've gotta do, I've gotta quit, mm -hmm. period. Because whenever I smoked weed, it always led to meth. Mm -hmm. Or if I did, I, when I got out of jail one time, I said, okay, I'm done. I was in jail long enough to where I said, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna try going clean, but I'll have a beer. Didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the beer led to the weed, the weed led to the meth, and I was on the road again. Yeah. And so I realized it all, my, it all stems from alcohol for me. I can't do anything. Yeah. And I've been clean off everything, you know. 453 days. 453 days. That's today, awesome. Yeah. I got my one-year chip in my pocket to carry that with me. You know, I had a friend who actually, she went online, and she got me the one-year chip, but they sent her a six-year chip. And she's, no, 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 it's, it's not six years, it's one year. So she <laughs> sent it back and got the right one and said, and she was real proud to, to give it to me, you know. That's awesome. Her, her, and her, and her, her, it's actually her boyfriend, Bruce, he was a guy I met in, in Maple Street. And then he got out of Maple Street, he met her, and he lives with her, and they, you know, they, they live together now. And uh, he's one of the only people from Maple Street, you know, that was actually homeless that I communicate with because he's clean and sober. You know, I've, I've got to be with people clean and sober. I can't, I don't want, even though I see them out there, you know, like guys like our friend Brett, and I see them, and it, it hurts me, it kills me to see that if I can do it, anybody can do it. But I couldn't do it without the love of Christ in my life. I know that. Right on, it's Darren. a fact. That's awesome. Well, Darren, thank you so much. You are welcome. I really appreciate this interview. And this is It's this an is honor awesome. to do it. It's, it's an honor to be here and give my testimony, and it's... It is what it is. It's the truth. Man, it's an honor to see you here, a 453 days sober. Well, thank you. And uh, thank you, Darren. You appreciate are welcome. it. God bless you. God bless you.